Welcome to the All Hoops Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Inman. I'm joined by my star producer and co-host, as always, Chris Brito. We have one month left of the NBA regular season, and there's plenty to talk about. Before we get to all that, Chris, my friend, how are you? Hey, Stevie. Happy to be here another episode of the All Hoops Podcast. So there's a lot we need to discuss. Um, we're obviously going to address the Knicks' fantastic win streak that ended a few nights ago. Um, but I think the first thing I want to talk to you about is the whole John Morant situation. So the Colorado police, uh, basically John Morant was seen at a nightclub in Colorado uh, with a gun. He was on Instagram live and he, he flashed a gun, you know, after a series of some off the court incidents that have really put his stature in the public eye in in under high distress. So uh Colorado police didn't find didn't want to press charges on him um without getting too much into the nitty-gritty of the stuff. Um he was suspended for two games by the Grizzlies and he's gonna be away for at least the next few more games. Now, Steve, he's one of the biggest stars in the league and everybody has had an opinion on on what he should be doing, what the NBA should be doing. But first, I want to hear what you think about the whole situation. Yeah, to me, and I said this before the show, and you were kind of rolling your eyes, I think this is the biggest crossroads we've ever seen from an NBA player in at least our 15, 20 years of watching the NBA. He's 23, Chris, and he's about to start a $200 million contract. And you see all these instances of alleged things and, you know, nothing terrible. Like, I mean, obviously all these things are bad, but there was no, oh, he should like, it's hard to explain, right? But it was, all these things were alleged. Some people didn't believe him. It was, it was questionable to verify the sources. And then all of a sudden you get to Saturday night at three in the morning where he's at a strip club and he flashes the gun in a strip club. And all of a sudden it makes all those other stories seem a little more legitimate when you see something like this. And look, the NBA is powerful. They're, you know, a billion, billion dollar industry. It's a huge business. And to me, this is a very interesting moment. And it's similar to what Carmelo Anthony described recently of his interaction with David Stern after the MSG fight, where he basically said, my whole team, we got in the fight with the Knicks. We were blowing out the Knicks. And my whole team got a six-game suspension. I got 15 games. So I went to go to see David Stern to see why. And he basically said, you know, quote, because of your rap sheet, we know what you've been doing. We know who you hang out with. We know what time those guys get up in the morning, what time they go to bed. We know everything about all of your people. And so the NBA, since that moment, and they basically told Carmelo, you have an option. Do you want to, you know keep doing this and hang out with your posse or do you want to become one of the all-time great players in the NBA and Jaws in a very similar situation here and the NBA in in those 15 years has what doubled its revenue tripled its revenue the idea that they're not watching him at all times before this instance is just not true so they have a lot more information on what he's been doing what's true what's not I'm sure there's a ton of other stuff we don't know about and it's really up to them to get him to 
decide what does he want to do? How, how does he want his legacy in the NBA to be? Because he just signed a power a deal this week. He's got his Nike brand new shoe coming out. These are probably 10 twenties of millions of dollars a year for John Morant. Again, he's about to start a $200 million deal where he become a free agent again, you know, 27 years old already with 200 something million dollars in his pocket. We're talking about a guy who could make potentially a billion dollars in basketball related income. Mm-hmm. And I really hope he doesn't throw it away because he is electrifying. He's the fastest player in the NBA. He has a, a, a city behind him. And, you know, the Grizzlies are a very small market team. This is not a team that, you know, can get rid of him in three years and be fine. They need him. And it's, and I think the uh, John Morant needs the NBA. So a few things. It's not that I rolled my eyes at like. You're allowed to roll your eyes at things I say. So I, I think my point with Ja is that Ja not only needs the NBA, but I think the NBA also needs Ja. I That's think right. yeah. Um, but I think because you need to grow the product domestically, we've heard for the last few years how the grow is the the game is growing internationally. Um and I think when it comes to Ja, the most important thing to remember is that um while the 50 there there could potentially be a 50 game suspension if 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 the nba finds ja guilty of bringing his um weapon in a team plane that being said i don't think that's going to happen i don't like i think the nba also needs ja because he is probably the <laughs> the best american player right now um and I, I think or Tatum for sure. Or sorry, actually, yeah, I would probably, I would probably put Tatum higher than Ja, but like, John Moran is up there. And I think, I think we learned a lot of lessons with Allen Iverson when he was in the league, and his relationship with David Stern. Um, and I think when it comes to the NBA getting involved, like. Josh still has the opportunity to make the difference. And I think these next few days while he's away, it'll be very telling to see what the deal would be in him. Um, seeing if he's matured. I mean, his, his, his apology from over the weekend seems sincere. And I think we take it from there. I think, you know, there've been a lot of poignant statements from a lot of former players, including Carmelo's. My hope is that Ja like puts a puts a puts either puts the right people around him, and then B also finds a way to 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 keep those incidents like off the map for now, because he's gonna have to go through a a rehabilitation of his image in the league now, and you know I and it's funny because you can work your whole life to to reach this level of, of fame and and success in athletics but it really takes one one incident like this to really like de- derail a promising career like his um anyway that's all i got on the job yeah, I mean, you you brought up the ai comps right and ai was a similar player a franchise carrying you know undersized guard who 
had some off the court troubles. And two years after he left the NBA, went bankrupt. He filed for bankruptcy. And the idea of Ja, who again could have everything in this league, to have him kind of go through a, you know, being compared to that now, it, it's sad to me. And I hope, you know, as he said in his statement, he gets the help he needs. I think he just needs like a timeout to get away and kind of see how the NBA can help him, how, you know, his closest friends and family can help him. And the ones who are kind of not helping him, they got to get out of the way. And I'm curious. I'm curious to see what he means by um, help. Like, what does that mean? I mean, it's a great question, but I, I think, you know, there's there's been too many reported instances of allegations, potential violence, and to get his crew to be smaller, to get his crew to be, how do how does his crew help get the best out of Jaw? Instead of thinking about themselves, thinking about, you know, things that you were thinking about before he became an NBA superstar. And if those guys are not helping get the most out of jaw, then they got to get out of the way. And that's up to job to decide who to cut out. And there's going to have to be some people to cut out. You already had one guy who was banned from the arena after the Pacer thing. So whether the laser pointer thing was real or not, something happened to make a guy get suspended for a full year from the arena. So I think the NBA is going to have to help him with that. I mean, look at LeBron, look at his inner circle, look at, you know, Rich Paul, look at, you know, Maverick Carter. These are guys who not only you never heard of one bad thing off the court from LeBron, all these guys who've been his inner circle since he was a kid are all now superstars in their own worlds. Yeah. And Sean needs to find which of his guys he can trust and can kind of do something similar to that because it can be done. That's what uh, I think by fine help. So then, uh, so just to put a, a a side side note, the LeBron the LeBron aspect also makes you appreciate him even more. LeBron's For had sure. really had no scandal in his like twenty plus yeah. years in the NBA years. Or, or in the public eye, really. Yeah. And like the worst thing he did what was a. Uh, the decision which is not even a bad thing really in, in theory he still donated money to to the boys and yeah. girls of that same night <laughs> we appreciate that one a lot more now than we did then that's for sure right that that's was insane. you know it was not hurt, hurting anyone other than you know the cleveland bands and the new york fans but <laughs> um but anyway with ja we just hope that that situation resolves itself soon um but i want to pivot over to something um a little bit more happy for us as Nick fans we our nine game winning streak was snapped uh against the Hornets on Tuesday night it was a really deflating loss but I also understand the Knicks were probably like gassed they look gassed in the second half yeah um but now they embark on a west coast trip they're gonna play the Kings on Thursday night and it'll be an interesting matchup because I think those two teams have been compared for so many years um, and now they're sort of like both in successful positions to make, you know, make noise in the West. So I think uh, I'm excited to see what the Knicks do from now on. Um, but in terms of the rest of the regular season, I think the Knicks need to, A, stay healthy. So if Brunson, Brunson needs to sit out five more games because of his yeah. sore left foot, he should. 
Um, and I think that the Knicks probably need to wind down in terms of some of the minutes of the players, but I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you have 15 games left. You're four up on the Heat for that play-in. And, you know, we talked about it before the show. Obviously, both of us would rather be in that 4-5 range, get a matchup with Cleveland. But at the same time, the goal is just to make sure you're healthy going into the playoffs. I think this team can kind of give anybody a competitive series other than Milwaukee, right? We talked about that before the show. You know, if you end up six and you play Philly, I think you got a chance or or Boston. But at the same time, you just want to make sure you're healthy, you're ready to go. You have a big enough lead to avoid this plan. The goal for the rest of the season is to keep winning games, obviously, but it's also to make sure everybody is fresh and ready to go for playoff time. You know, this is a very similar feel good out of nowhere story that it was two years ago. They get to the playoffs and what happens? They looked gassed. They got exposed for a lack of offense. And they lose to a Hawk team we thought they would both beat four one. I didn't think we that. thought it would be a comp- we did not think it would be four one. That's true. And so I I had my that team. happening again. If Brunson's got a foot injury, he should sit. Quickly should not be playing fifty minutes a game. You know, like he did in the ball. I know it was two overtimes. It's yeah. partially a joke, but you know, Julius <laughs> Randle should never play more than forty minutes in a regular you know, non-overtime game for the rest of the regular season. Right. We're not not even insinuating for them not to play. We're just saying don't play them that high minutes, but. Correct. Uh, At least for the last 15 games of the season. Let's let's kind of rev this thing down, get these guys ready to go, and see if we can get the best basketball out of this group in April. And dare I say it, maybe May. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I hope so too, man. I hope so too. And uh, it's also nice to see RJ sort of also like finding his groove a bit. Um, you know, he still has his, his things to work on, but he's become a nice third scorer, for, nice third or fourth score, depending on how you rank quickly too. But it's nice to see. He was good the other night against um, the Celtics. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. what a, also what a crazy win. I mean, I know, yeah, it's, I know it's like four days after, but we didn't have a problem. That was an amazing win. I mean, I'd rather talk about that than this mad Hornets game. They they look great, quickly look great. And good job by you putting him as uh, the sixth man of the year in your, in your betting because now I think he's going to get it. That was the game on national TV that all of a sudden it's like nobody wants to give it to Malcolm Brogdon. Like it's same as the rookie of the year thing. Like that's not fun. Like they almost tried to give it to Embiid but in 30 games that year. <laughs> so – um, yeah, I think you're going to get that one as long as he stays healthy. And, you know, again, if, if Brunson misses time, he's going to play even more minutes. And I think that'll allow, even though he, it's a sixth man of the year, he's supposed to be the sixth man. He'll be starting and he'll be putting up big numbers. And I think that'll get him to being sixth man of the year. But yeah, I think the Knicks are in a good spot. You know, they have the 19th hardest strength of schedule. So it should be a decently easy schedule. You know, you play the Heat again, you could get another a game on them. Uh, what is I think that's March 22nd. I'll be in the arena for that one. So it should be great to see as they wind this thing down, keep winning games, and uh, try to enjoy it. This is a, a great time to be a Nick fan. We, don't, we haven't been able to say that much in the last few decades. And so just try to enjoy these few games and, and enjoy it. All right. I, I'll do my best, Steve. All right, Chris, let's get to our final thoughts right after this. 
All right, Chris, final thoughts time here. Unfortunately, we kind of saw this coming, but Lonzo Ball is still not healthy. He likely needs a third knee surgery, which is going to keep him out of reported at least six months. This is very sad. I hope we see him again. We've already started to see the the tweets of, is this the end? He's only 25. Um, they could label him as the you know career-ending injury exception to get the money off their cap. He still gets every dollar. But that would alleviate the forty million they owe him the next couple of years off their books. Unfortunately, if you're a Bulls fan, it's a team that's going nowhere. They're battling for a ten seed, and if you find a way to get Lonzo's money off your books, you're still over the cap. And so the Bulls are going nowhere with or without Lonzo. And I just hope he can come back and hopefully in the middle of next year and be and be healthy and show 90 percent of what he was because he was a pretty nice player and you know that team was really doing well when he was healthy they were i think they were a top four top three team in the east or something like that i think they they, they finished sixth his first year there and right, then, right but they but were that, top four for most of that year right. and then fizzled down the stretch but you know lonzo levine derozan vucevic that's a pretty nice four that you know, you're not going to win anything, but they want to want to just be in the mix. They want to be competitive. They want to be like kind of like the, what I thought the Knicks were a couple of weeks ago, right? And if you get him healthy, I think they can go back to being a six to eight seed. And for some reason, they really want that. And so I hope he comes back and can give that to them because it's it's sad to see a 25-year-old who I thought his best basketball was ahead of him now looking like his career could be over. Yeah. You're right. Um, the, his injury made me think a lot about how the Knicks' path could have been because we, the Knicks had a lot of rumored interest in him. Yeah. He was going to be hit the free agency market when he was uh, uh, right before he left the Pelicans. Uh, so there's that. We could have. We were also in conversations of having Kevin Durant and Kyrie. We all know how that turned out. So I find it so fun. I mean. I say it. I say the word funny, but it's just insane how the Knicks' luck finally came in their favor for once, and like they they hit the right mark with um, Jalen Brunson. They got Julius Randle for potentially two All NBA level seasons. We have a potential six man of the year in um, quickly, and we have a defensive star in, in Mitchell Robinson. And not to mention R.J. Barrett, which might end up being the best, <laughs> the right pick at number three out of the ones from his draft. So, because Zion is hurt. Can you Garrett imagine goes. if the Knicks, I mean, obviously there are other guys like Tyler Hero and Keldon Johnson who have had nice careers so far. But, like, can you imagine if the Knicks wind up benefiting from being number, oh, my God, that whole draft. Cause like, to me, that was the only year they've ever tanked. Yeah. And they didn't win the draft and they were like we're never doing this again <laughs> and so just it's crazy i obviously i hope zion and jock come back and be as good as they can be but it's so it's we need funny. zion back before your 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 trip before our trip to New our Orleans. trip yeah no i don't think he's playing again this year i i think he's done i think they know it and i, I think, think they're trying to hide it to make more season ticket sales i think it depends on whether the Pelicans are in the conversation for the playoffs or not. They are. Yeah, we talked about this last week. You know, by, I think there's you know, no the team that is going to be out of it by then because they're all so mediocre. They're just going to, you know, they're all going to be somewhere between 
one in five games under 500 battling for these eight, nine, 10 seeds. Yeah. And I think that Nick game is going to be critical, not for the Knicks, but for the Pelicans. I did not see that coming at all three months ago. Did you? <laughs> no, but I'm glad the season turned out the way it did. Yeah. All right, Chris, that's going to do it for us here on the All Hoops podcast. I thank you again. Thank you to our amazing listeners and watchers. And we'll be back next week to talk about more NBA action. Bye, everyone. Thank you.